Welcome to the Empire You Financial Podcast. I am your host, CEO and founder of Empire You Financial, Eva Palacios, and we back. I know. I missed two weeks, but you know what? Life happens, and all I have to say is today's episode is going to be a tough one. So I'm going to try my best to do this without getting emotional because it's definitely something that has been um, near and dear to my heart. Um, for those of you who have been um, close to our family, you know that I've lost, we've lost our mom in the last week or so, and um, it's been tough. It's been tough, but shout out to you guys. Shout out to the community. Shout out to the tribe for sending all of your love and prayers. And man, crazy, crazy as it may sound like, God has really, really been in the forefront, as he should be, but he has really been in the forefront, really just holding us strong. So today I want to talk about something that people just don't want to talk about. And it's crazy how we don't like talking about the things that are going to happen. So today's topic we're going to discuss is life insurance. Yes, I know. Nobody ever wants to talk about death. Nobody ever wants to talk about illness. Nobody wants to talk about really anything that's painful. And guys, it's 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 time. It's time to shift our mindset. We need to become educated on these very things because if we don't get the right information, we're going to end up leaving our family with burdens instead of blessings. So let me break it down. In 2019, I lost my dad. In 2021, I lost my husband. And now, here we are, 2023, I've lost my mom. And we're talking, besides my kids, like the most important people in my life. And I strongly feel that God is using me as a vessel to allow me just to continue to walk in my purpose and educate people when it comes to financial literacy and credit and these things, because again, they don't teach us these things. They, they want us to stay in the rat race. They want us to stay living mediocre lives and we just can't, we just can't. So I want to back it up and I want to share a story because in each situation, had I had the right information from the beginning, I strongly believe things, life would look so much more differently. So let's talk about the different types of life insurance. First and foremost, something that is very, very easily attainable, something that you probably may even receive in the mail, maybe even via email, maybe a commercial or some type of advertising. And this is something that you might see as little as $5 a month or as little as $8.95 a month. And this type of life insurance is, you got to really look into it. This in particularly is called accidental death benefits. And basically what this means is should you pass away in an accident, then this type of life policy, in essence, it would kick in. But you have to, you have to read the fine print, guys, 
because accidental death benefits means in an accident. It does not mean if you become sick. It does not mean if you just, you know, lived a long life and just passed away due to old age. So yes, while that is a tool and while it may be very affordable and everybody can practically get, this is not the only thing you want to make sure that you have for you and your family. Yes, it's a tool. Yes, I even have it myself. I even have it for my children. This is more of an addition to your real, real good paying life insurance policies. But I like to talk about this one first because this is something that most people have, but they don't really understand how it works. So I encourage you that if you've got something to where you're paying very minimal monthly for, that you strongly look into how the coverage actually works. So that's number one recommendation in terms of tool to protect you in case an accident happens. Now, number two, number two, which is also very common, this would be known as a group life insurance policy. And this is something that, if not all, majority of employers offer. So, you know, you're at your work, you're at your job, you're talking to HR, or maybe you're, you know, newly hired and you're speaking with HR and they're covering all of the different benefits and perks that you get. What's most important is, is if they offer life insurance, again, we're looking at the fine print and we're looking at the coverage because even though it's a benefit that your employer offers, which generally means they pay the monthly premium for you, which basically means it's free to you as a benefit while you are employed. This is key, guys a benefit while you are employed, which means should you lose your job, you no longer have that life insurance policy. So like, let's make sure we understand that first and foremost. Secondly, yes, while it's a group policy, because they're there to serve the masses, meaning they're there to provide a policy to multiple employees, the employer gets a discount and a kickback off of that. But what you also want to understand is how much does that policy actually cover? Because some employers, the policy only covers one time your annual salary. So depending upon what part of the country you work, what your annual income is, I don't know, is it 20,000, 30,000, 100,000, 200,000 a year that you're making, whatever it is. Most employers only cover one year of your annual salary. So let's just pretend if you only make 50000 a year, then that means that policy is only going to pay out $50,000 as long as you pass while you were gainfully employed with them. I don't know, but is that enough for you and your family to live off of when you're no longer here? So again, I encourage you to get in touch with your human resources department and ask these questions and look to see what the coverage looks like and make sure it's enough because God forbid, if something happens to you and it's not enough, like again, do we want to leave our family with burdens or do we want to leave them with blessings? Now, 
my most favorite, my most favorite is life insurance where you can dictate how much coverage you want. Yes, generally speaking, depending upon your age, depending upon your health, most insurance companies may want to do a medical background check on you just to see like how healthy you are. But most importantly, you paying X amount of dollars a month gets to dictate how much of a policy you get to purchase. Now, this is different for everybody, right? It's based on your age, your health, you know, female, male, all of those types of formalities. But what's most important, guys, is that you're getting a consultation, a consultation from a licensed life insurance representative that can answer all of your questions and most importantly, help you understand what type of coverage is needed for you and your family based on your lifestyle or what your desire, what your future financial desires can look like. Also, my most favorite part is making sure that you ask, does this life insurance offer living benefits? And this is what sealed the deal for my family and I. So let me go ahead and take it back. When I had worked for my company for 17 years, I started when I was 17. I rarely ever talked to my HR department. Like, it was really honestly, was am I going to get another raise? And that's pretty much it. I wasn't educated, not until I started working for a couple of years in. And then I started to ask a lot of questions. With my employer back then, they paid out one-time annual salary on life insurance, which at the time I'm like, I'm young. I don't really have kids or a family. I don't really have anything to worry about. That is the biggest mistake. That right there, guys, if that's what you're thinking, absolutely not. Because whether or not you are married or kids or I don't have nothing to worry about because when I'm passed on, who's going to take this money? You have to also consider when you pass on, who's going to be responsible to bury you? Who's going to be responsible to think about your funeral arrangements? Right now, your average burial, your average burial is running between 15 and 30,000 conservatively, guys. I don't know, but like, do you have that money in the bank ready to go if something happens to you? And if the answer is no, we need to start investing in life insurance policies so that again, we don't leave our family behind with headaches and struggles. So worked for my company for 17 years. Then I started digging and I'm like, that life insurance is not enough. So let me go ahead and pick up an additional policy. And here's the beauty, guys. You can have as many life insurance policies as you want as long as you continue to pay those premiums. Like, you cannot have more than than too much when it comes to these policies. But definitely, more is better than none. So, fast forward time. Let's talk about my dad. So, my dad, 
you know, he grew older as we all do. We all are going to grow older. You know, hopefully we don't have crazy health issues, but hopefully we live a long, healthy life. But eventually we're all going to go. And when we go, what's going to happen? So in the later part of my dad's life, the last maybe three to four years of his life, granted, he worked for with his company for over 35 years, built a great retirement plan, had a life insurance policy with that company. That was not the best. But one thing that I'm so grateful and thankful of is he thought outside the box and he picked up an additional life insurance policy. Now, the life insurance policy that he had paid out when he passed. But again, had I known what I know now back then, I would have taught him differently. For the last four to five years, excuse me, for the last three to four years of his life, he actually developed dementia, which then, you know, my stepmom would have to take care of him and, you know, bathe him and cook for him. And I say all of that because these are the things that we don't think about. Had he had life insurance with living benefits, living benefits is an add-on. And there's a lot of insurance companies that charge extra for this, but the company that I'm with, it's absolutely free. So I'm like sold. What life insurance with living benefits offers is if you become ill or injured while you're alive to where you can't cook for yourself, you can't bathe yourself, you can't drive yourself to doctor's appointments. You know, you have an illness or an injury that prevents you from doing certain life things. That policy, you can cash out completely tax-free to then pay for either in-home health care or two, supplement your income. Like, let's pretend, let's pretend you're alive and healthy and God forbid you're in a car accident and that car accident puts you out of work for six months. Who's going to pay you when you are out of work? What if you're the only income earner for your household? Okay, yes, you can file disability, but how much does disability pay you? Not 100% of your income. But if you have life insurance with living benefits rider attached to it, that can be cashed out and now supplemented while you're healing. So had my dad had that, we would have been able to lift the burden off of my stepmom's shoulders and hired in-home health care to come in and care for him. Now, while many of us, especially, especially in our Latino communities, like, I mean, I don't know about, you know, your family, but like in our, in our culture, oh yeah, we taking care of mom and dad until like they, you know, when they're old and sick and all of that good stuff. But let's be realistic, guys. Can we financially take care of them? That means take time off of work to take care of our sick and elderly parents or maybe our children, like really think about these things. And it is a matter of being realistic with ourselves. While our heart may want to care for them financially, is that even possible? So 
we basically, my stepmom took care of my dad. And then, you know, she was like, Eva, like, I can't do this by myself anymore. And I'm like, okay, well then we're just going to have to figure it out. Now he's in San Francisco. I'm in Stockton. Like I can't commute back and forth to take care of him. So let's, let's look at what, you know, in-home health care would look like. Have you guys researched this? Now this is different based on cities and states, but if I were to hire somebody, a nurse to come in and take care of my father while he was sick, four days a week, not even seven guys, four days a week, that would have ran $8,000 a month. I don't know about you, but I wasn't making $8,000 a month to be able to do that. So I said, okay, well, how much would it be in Stockton? In Stockton, it was $5,000 a month. And I'm like, holy smokes, it's just cheaper if I take care of him. Now, bless my husband's heart. You know, he was still alive when my dad was sick. And he took care of him majority of the time while I held down the fort and I worked and I continued to build this business. But what if that wasn't an option? How would we survive? How would the bills get paid? And these are the difficult conversations that we need to have and we need to start thinking about because it's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. The question is, is financially, are you going to be prepared for when it does? And if you're not, imagine the stress that it's going to put on you. Imagine the stress that it's going to put on on the household. Like we need to seriously think about these things. So that's an example of where I saw that life insurance with living benefits could have played a huge part had I known back then what I know now. Now, fast forward time, we got good. And thank goodness that God has placed the right people on our path to educate me and my family about these different products and services. Because then when hubby got sick and, and he passed before he did, you know, we again had life insurance policies, but we got another policy on top of what we had. And if financially you can continue to get more policies just to add on to what you have, great. And, and you might have a whole life policy and get a term. Or you might have a term and get a whole life. Like you can have a variation of whatever, but it's not, it's not cookie cutter. It should be based on what your financial situation is and what would you like it to look like when we become older? Should we become come ill and should we pass on? What do we want to leave our family with? So I'm just grateful and thankful that God placed the right people on our path because Hubby got COVID and he didn't make it. And one thing that I remember besides be going through all of that and, 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 and just really feeling lost and numb, I honestly felt a sigh of relief because we had the right insurance that would be able to not only take care of our family, 
but to be able to create more legacy for our children and our children's children. So let me break it down. We had paid for hubby's policy. It was about $230 a month. And it was for like, one of the policies was for like 350000 And while some people can be like, wow, $230 a month, like that's a car payment. Like that's a lot of money. Guys, look at the money that you're spending. What are the companies that you're feeding? How much are you paying on your cable bill? On your utilities? Now, granted, your utilities you need, but cable you don't really need. How much are you paying on your cell phone? I know people that pay four or $500 a month for a cell phone service, but they don't have life insurance. Our cell phone for a family of four, our cell phone plan is 100 bucks a month. We are not doing any extra fanciness over here. We need to get good with our finances, guys, and actually put money towards things that are going to add value to our lives and that are going to leave our families a legacy. So, $230-something a month that we paid in when he passed, cashed that out. What we did with that money, we took that money and we invested in real estate. Part of that money, I bought a duplex in Pennsylvania. That duplex was $70,000. Bought it cash. It's returning $1,200 a month. Look at those numbers, guys. Life insurance paid out $350. I took $70 of it. Bought a duplex in Pennsylvania that's paying us $1,200 a month. So think about it. We paid $230 a month for this policy. And yes, granite, a life was lost. But what's most important, guys, what I really want you to understand is you're making a monthly payment on an investment that's going to give you back a return that can allow you to build a legacy for your family. And if you do right with that money, you can make that money make more money. So that's just an example of how we turned a $230 a month monthly payment into a $1,200 income. And that's only a piece of it. I'm not telling you what we do with the rest, but just to give you an idea of what these tools can do for you and your family. So that's that story. Mom. Mom has been with a lot of different health issues for many years. And honestly, I personally feel I should have done better. But again, I didn't have a financial mentor to pour into me to say, Eva, you need to do this, this, and this. I learned it and it was too late. My mom didn't have a life insurance policy. I'm still grateful and thankful for having the right information and having the resources that I have. 
because of all the moves I was able to make throughout the years. But I should have done better. So now we're here between me and my siblings trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to bury her? How are we going to give her the proper burial, the proper services? And without a doubt, we're going to make it happen. But you don't ever want to be in a position to where you got to do a GoFundMe. You got to do these car washes. You got to go sell food just to be able to bury your loved one. We cannot, we cannot continue to live life under a rock when we know things are going to happen. So I encourage you guys. And, and maybe some of you have life policies and you're thinking, I'm good. Let's review them. Let's review them and make sure you have enough coverage. Heck, maybe for the same monthly payment, you can get more coverage. This is where I love to upgrade people's policies. Because what you got 10, 15, 20 years ago, it's probably irrelevant now. What used to work back then is so much different now. So if you guys are wanting someone to review your policy, a free consultation, no salesy, nothing, just me looking at what you've got, asking you some questions, like if this is enough or if not, and review some numbers, do me a favor. Drop me a DM. If you're watching this on the YouTube, click the link below and send me a message or comment in, in, the, in the post below. Because again, guys, we can't continue to live life under a rock when we know this is what's going to come. It's not even a matter of if it's going to happen. It's really just a matter of when it happens, how is your family going to be protected? How are they going to survive? What are they going to do when you're no longer here? So, I know it can be very difficult to talk about these things. And you might, you might be looking at your finances and asking yourself, I, don't, I can't even afford to make a life policy. I can't even afford a monthly payment for a premium. Guys, there are premiums as little as $50 a month. There's really no excuses. Now, I know the world is out there, you know, talking about million-dollar policies and two-million-dollar policies and 500 whatever. If all you did was get at least a $20,000 policy to get started somewhere, then at least your burial would be covered. You can always upgrade later. You can go from a $20,000 policy to a fifty, to a $100,000 to a 200000 you don't got to stop at just a little bit, but I encourage you to get something because I promise you in all three of those situations, I wasn't worried about needing to, to stress over how am I going to cover these funeral arrangements? And I don't know about you, but if you've, never planned a funeral, it can be very stressful. What I do remember is having the financial resources that allowed me to not only plan beautiful, 
beautiful funeral services and, and, and receptions and whatever it's called, it allowed me the opportunity to mourn. It allowed me the opportunity to grieve. Why? Because after it's all said and done, I didn't have to worry about bills. I didn't have to worry about not being able to lay them at rest in the way that they deserve to be laid at rest. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but to me, that's super important. And, you know, and and it's crazy because like sometimes, like honestly, you know me, I'm always full, you know, transparent, but like sometimes, you know, I kind of wonder like how the world thinks of me. And I know you guys are like, oh my God, you're so strong. You're amazing. And you're all this and you're all that. Honestly, it's because I have my finances together. It's because we have our finances together. It's because we work every single day, every single week, every single month, looking at these numbers and making sure, making sure that the lack of finances and the lack of resources won't ever cross our path. That's why I'm so strong because of the information that, that I've learned and the people that I've connected with. And most importantly, man, putting God at the front of it all without him, without my community, your girl would be in the gutter. It's okay to be in the gutter sometimes, but we just can't live there. But I strongly believe when we have our finances in order, It makes life much more easier. So with that being said, guys, I hope I've added value to you. I hope I've at least inspired you to take a look at what policies you have, to evaluate them, to see whether or not they're enough, to at least motivated you to have these conversations with your HR department, and sheesh, to at least have these conversations with your spouse your significant other, with your children. Because these are, if anything, like this is the most important topic you need to be discussing at some point, but hopefully sooner rather than later. So that being said, guys, I will see you on the next podcast. Thank you.